الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي دروشي بالله respected brothers respected elders mothers and sisters listening at home continuing from the last session many important facts were mentioned in the last session with regards to jabal safa the mountain of safa allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in his beautiful kalam inna safa wal marwata min sha'airillah that both the mountains safa and marwa are clearly great signs of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala likewise also in the hadith of nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam has informed the ummah that near towards the end of time one great sign of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and also a sign of the last hour the day of qiyamah will appear and that is the emergence of dabbatul ard the beast or the animal in the arabic language ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam has described that sign as dabbatul ard and dabba in the arabic language means an animal and this word is also used in the Quran وَمَا مِنْ دَابَةٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ إِلَّا عَلَى اللَّهِ رِزْقُهَا and I'm sure also in other verses of the Quran the word Dabba is mentioned and this Dabba is a, a beast, an animal and only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala really has the full knowledge of its full description but Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam has said that this Dabba will come near towards the end of time and that means the condition of the people will be such that they will have no religious identity they will be corrupted corruption confusion uh, no spirituality <coughs> the religion will only be fulfilling your desire and your lust and even those who have iman the level of iman the degree of iman will be so low that it won't be visible on their faces and it is at that time this dabba this beast this creature this animal will come out where will this animal come out from the ulama hold the opinion that it will come out from the zone of masjidul haram from the area of masjidul haram I'm going to the specifics 
some of the ulama hold the opinion that this animal will come out from Jabal Abi Qas, the mountain of Abi Qas. And some hold the opinion that it will come out from the mountain of Safa, Jabal Safa. The mountain will split open and this beast, this animal will come out. The doctors of hadith, the muhaddisin have said that there is no contradiction between the two opinions. Because Jabal Abi Qas in Makkah al-Mukarramah is part of Jabal al-Safa, is part of the mountain of Safa. So if it comes out from Jabal Abi Qas or if it comes out from Jabal al-Safa, it is just one mountain. And the ulama hold this firm opinion that this animal, this creature that will come out will be from that area, it will be from the mountain of Safa. And this is also mentioned in the Quran in Surah Al-Naml. Verse 82, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا وَقَعَ الْقَوْلُ عَلَيْهِمْ أَخْرَجْنَا لَهُمْ دَابَّةً مِّنَ الْأَرْضِ And when the word is fulfilled against the disbelievers, the kuffar, then corruption will be such, when there will be uh, no spirituality, no identity of Islam, no religion, nothing at all, it will just be fulfilling your desire and your lust. It is at that time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take out and this animal will appear. We will take out for the people a beast, an animal from this world, from this dunya. And this animal will also communicate and will speak with the people. Allahu Akbar. Allah will show them a sign that when simple signs came to them, messengers, Anbiya came with verses of the Quran, they rejected the ayat of Allah. La yuqinun. They had no yaqeen. They did not believe in the signs of Allah. And Allah will show them this great sign, this Dabbatul Arz at that time that will come out. Subhanallah. And I have selected here, taken out a few ahadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam for the sake of barakat that I want to quote exactly the words of Huzur alayhi salatu wasallam as mentioned in the hadith so that alhamdulillah this information is stored and secured and sealed into the heart. Imam Muslim rahmatullah alayhi has narrated and recorded this hadith uh, he says, in the Sahih of Imam Muslim, Absalallahu has mentioned that the first signs to appear will be the rising of the sun from the west. The sun will rise from the west. In the awwal al-ayati khurujan tulu'u al-shamsi min maghribiha. And then Absalallahu alayhi wa sallam says, وَخُرُوجُ الدَّابَةِ عَلَى النَّاسِ دُحَنْ and after that will be the emergence of the beast to mankind in the forenoon, charged kewakt. This dabba, this creature will come out. And Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam says, وَأَيَّتُهُمَا مَا كَانَتْ قَبْلَ صَاحِبَتِهَا فَالْأُخْرَى عَلَىٰ إِسْرِهَا كَرِيبًا Whichever appears first, the second will follow very shortly. Whether the dabba comes before the rising of the sun from the west, or whether the sun rises first from the west and then the Daba, the two are connected. So they will come in close 
proximity. There won't be a lot of time between them. Huzul alayhi salatu has said, uh, the Dabba will come out at the time of Duha, at the time of Chashd. And when this Dabba, this creature, this animal, this beast that comes out from the mountain of Safa, it is said that it will be carrying the Asa of Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu wasallam. This is one of the great sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and I have mentioned this also in uh, the previous uh, sessions of Darsi Hadith and also the Jum'ah Bayan. Allah give us all the tawfiq that we can make amal on carrying the staff, the asa. And this is the sunnah of Huzur alayhi salatu wasallam. It is said in fact, majority of the Ulul Azam, Anbiya alayhi salatu wasallam, were in the habit of carrying an asa. Silsilai Naqshbandiya, uh, those who have Khilafat in that branch of Tasawwuf It is imperative, it is, well not fiqhi wise, not according to the rules and regulations of fiqah But the, on the line of Tasawwuf it is very very important That those who have Khilafat in the Silsila of Naqshbandiya They all carry Asa And especially the branch of Mawlana Abdul Malik Siddiqui or Mawlana Qureshi Rahmatullah and Alhamdulillah, on the 30th of this month, isn't it this month, we have a great scholar, Mawlana Zulfiqar Saab Naqshbandi. Inshallah, he will come and we are honored and very fortunate that he has taken out time for us and he's only in Leicester for one day. So Alhamdulillah, we have capitalized and taken full advantage of Mawlana Zulfiqar Saab. We are holding a ladies program in the morning from 11 o'clock to 12 o'clock on the 30th and that is a Wednesday so we request, we request to all the brothers please make sure that all the mothers and sisters do attend that program of Mawazul Fikhar and then inshallah in the evening we will have Mawazul Fikhar's program after Asr from Asr to Maghrib so this is in the silsila of Naqshbaniya that they have to carry an Asa so this animal, this beast that will come out, it will have the asa of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. And it will have the ring of Hazrat Sulaiman alayhi salatu wasalam. And this is also mentioned in the hadith, a hadith which is recorded by Imam Abu Dawud rahmatullah alayhi, uh, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam has said, تَخْرُجُوا دَابَّةُ الْأَرْضِ That this dabba will come out, وَمَعَهَا عَصَى مُوسَى and it will have the stick, the staff of Musa alayhi salam, وَخَاتَمُ Sulaiman, and it will have the ring of Hazrat Sulaiman alayhi salatu wasalam. فَتَخْتِمُ أَنْفَ الْكَافِرِ بِالْعَصَى And this animal will strike the kuffar, the disbelievers, on the nose with the asa of Musa alayhi salam, slightly scourging it. وَتُجَلِّي وَجْهَ الْمُؤْمِنِ بِالْخَاتَمِ And what he will do is that he will mark the believers with the ring of Hazrat Sulaiman alayhi salatu wasalam. And he will speak to the people. And the responsibility that he will have, that animal, that beast, will be to go and visit every single individual, every human being that is alive. And he will go around finally marking people. It is said that when the sun comes out from the west, the doors of repentance are closed. No Iman is valid after that. Once the sun rises from the west, khalas. Waqi khalas. Everything ends there. And for an individual, when the time of Sakarat comes, the door of repentance is completely sealed. That is why when Fir'aun 
said la ilaha illallah it was not accepted because that was done in the time of sakarat huzur alayhi salatu wassalam said your shahada is only valid malam yugharghir until that position of gharghar is not in you as in the time of sakarat if sakarat comes in nothing is valid no amal is valid after that because then now you are from transferring from alam dunya to alam barzakh so the duty of this animal will be to go around and to mark every single individual it is said that when he marks a kafir with the asa it will make a black spot on the face and slowly and slowly this black spot will increase and the face will become completely dark not as in the color being black there's nothing wrong in being black but what is meant here in the hadith that it will have no nur it will have no nur of iman it will have the zulumat the darkness of kufr that spiritual darkness and it is said that when suleiman alayhi salatu wassalam's ring is put on the face of a believer his face will glow and there will be nur visible on that individual's face and then after that it is said that each individual will be known by a title Absalallahu alayhi wasallam has given an example in the hadith that if there were muslims and non-muslims invited to eat somewhere and everyone was there and if someone wanted a dish to be passed to him the muslim the believer will say to him ya kafir oh kafir oh this believer or whatever the language they speak oh this believer pass this to me and he will take no offense to that they will be so low they will become so low allahu akbar that nothing will affect them they will know they will testify they will say yes we are the people who are doomed to go to jahannam that is where we will go they will take pride and arrogance in it and they will even say to the believers ya mu'min here oh believer take this so the title will be ya mu'min and ya kafir this is recorded in the hadith of nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam yu'rafu al-mu'minu min al-kafir la yajtami'una fa yaqulu hadha ya mu'min wa yaqulu hadha ya kafir this is in the hadith of nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and this has been recorded by imam ahmad rahmatullah alayhi in his mustad in his musnad imam ahmad rahmatullah again in his musnad has mentioned that ten signs of qiyama which we have previously alhamdulillah gone through uh, each and every sign of the day of qiyama nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said la taqumu as-sa'a hatta taraw 10 ayat that the day of qiyama will not come until we see ten clear signs which is known as alamatul kubra the great signs of the day of qiyama and huzur alayhi salatu wassalam said tulu'u ash-shamsi min maghribiha rising of the sun from the west wa dukhan and the smoke that will engulf everyone wa dabba and the dabba this creature wa khuruju yajuj wa majuj and the coming of yajuj and majuj powerful people a group of people and in their millions in their millions they will just cover every inch of this dunya everything وَخُرُوجُ يَاجُوجُ وَمَاجُوجُ وَخُرُوجُ عِيسَى بْنُ مَرْيَمُ and the coming of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam 
what the Jal and the greatest magician that ever lived, Hazrati, from the time of Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu was salam, including all the different eras of Anbiya alayhi salatu was salam, no greater magician than Dajjal. Even Fir'aun is nothing compared to Dajjal. That is the power that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given Dajjal. The one-eyed individual who will have one eye and clearly, as mentioned in the hadith, that on the forehead, will be written for the benefit of the believers. So it is important that we educate ourselves in the Arabic language. will be written clearly. And he will have extraordinary powers. Extraordinary powers. He says, if he points to the clouds that it should rain, it will rain. If he points to the ground, it will split open and gold and diamonds and treasures will come out. He will have the power to do whatever he wants, to a limit, to a limit. And Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, وَثَلَاثَةُ خُسُوف And three quakes or land cavings. خَصْفٌ بِالْمَغْرِبِ An earthquake, a quake that will take place in the west, in the east, and one in the Arabian Peninsula. Right now Saudi Arabia is quite hot. فَهَدْ كِي نِينَ هَرَامْ هُوْ غَيْهُ غِشَيْهِ وَنَارٌ تَخْرُجُ مِنْ قَعْرِ عَدَنْ تَسُوكُ أَوْ تَحْرُشْ أَوْ تَحْشُرُ النَّاسِ تَبِيتُ مَعَهُمْ حَيْثُ بَاتُ وَتَقِيلُ مَعَهُمْ حَيْثُ قَالُ And finally the fire, the fire that will gather all the human beings and will push them towards that day of accounting, towards the day of Qiyamah, that will be the final day. So these are the ten signs of the day of Qiyamah which we are still waiting for uh, subhanallah all the alamat sugra the minor signs of qiyamah are all visible now what is extremely important here is the mountain of safa uh, allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said that this it is a great sign of allah and from the mountain of safa another great sign of allah will come out which is the the dabba the beast that will come out that is why it is very important that a lot of Muslims when they go to the maqam of Safa they are so much in a rush that they want to complete the Safa Marwa Sa'i that when they stand there they just make dua very quickly just to fulfill that formality and they're just counting that when this Sa'i should finish this is not the Sunnah of Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam very frequently Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam would climb the mountain of Safa, stand there and very quietly with great concentration uh, giving it good time, Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam would make dua uh, while standing on the mountain of Safa. It is mustahab to look towards the Kaaba and make dua. But there are so many pillars now that you really have to struggle and stand at an angle to make dua while facing the Kaaba, but nevertheless to stand on the mountain of Safa. And this is very important that when you do Sa'i, you go all the way up. No shortcuts. A lot of people just swing around very, very quickly where you have uh, the wheelchairs and very quickly. And they avoid all that. This is naqif. You have to go all the way on top and you have to slightly climb up the hill. That is why it is known as the mountain of Safa. With all the 
Subhanallah, the, the, the clean tiles that are there, no difficulty at all. So we must stand there and make dua. This is the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. What is extremely important that in the times that we live in today, what the shaitan does is that the shaitan uh, puts doubt into the hearts of a believer. Exactly what has happened to uh, Qadianism. Apostated, all of them became murtad, uh, following Mirza Ghulam Ahmad Qadiani. And the Qadianis mock with the signs of Qiyamah. They make a mockery. I don't know if any of you have had a chance to encounter or meet a Qadiani and have taken time out to discuss things with him. And the way they talk, <coughs> what Dajjal? One-eyed man, which world do you live in? Make a clear mockery of what Huzur alayhi salatu was said. How come we can't see Dajjal today? And some people say, no, Dajjal is TV. What is it? TV, the one? I, and they say it's TV, it's TB. That is not the Dajjal that is mentioned in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. There is specific, there is a specific description of this individual Dajjal that will come. The Qadianis make a mockery. Who is Yajuj and Majuj? What kind of people? Short in height. Subhanallah. Allah creates how He wills. Qawm Aad and Qawm Thamud were tall people. Allah gave them great height. And that is why no one can reject this great sign of Allah that will emerge that the Dabba will come out from the Safa mountain, the mountain of Safa will split open and from something that is completely solid and hard as a rock from it this beast will come out and this is easy for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we have full iman on that if Wuzur alayhi salatu was salam has said it amanna wa saddaqna we have iman and we testify that the whole of dunya can be wrong but Huzur alayhi salatu was salam is never wrong. And especially when you look at some of the miracles that were given to Anbiya alayhi salatu was salam, they resemble very closely to the, the signs of the day of Qiyamah. If we look into the story of Qawm Thamud and Qawm Aad, two great, strong, powerful communities and great prophets were sent to. Uh, the two communities. Qawm Aad came first and then Qawm Samud came. That is why when you look at the sequence of the Quran you will find Samud and Aad mentioned together. Allah says, وَإِلَىٰ عَادٍ أَخَاهُمْ هُودًا وَإِلَىٰ ثَمُودًا أَخَاهُمْ صَالِحًا First comes Qawm Aad. Allah sent قوم, to Qawm Aad Hud alayhi salam. And Hud alayhi salatu was salam was the mighty messenger who came before Ibrahim alayhi salam. Before Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam and he spoke fluent Arabic. Huda alayhi salam ki madri zaban kya thi? Arabic. Today we as Muslims only speak English. MashaAllah, what an educated man he is. He's lost his mother tongue. MashaAllah, we should clap. Char chan lagado uske upar. MashaAllah, what a clever child he is. He's forgotten Gujarati. He's forgotten Punjabi. He's forgotten Bengali. And he's forgotten Kachi. And what are the languages? Hmm? Urdu. He's forgotten Urdu, Punjabi. MashaAllah. 
and he only knows one language. That is the level of education that Allah has blessed this child with. So he comes in England, he's forgotten everything. So much stress that he forgets everything else. So he only concentrated in Arafat, Muzdalifa, Mina, or the rest of the things. And who the day he salatu was salam spoke Arabic. And he was very fluent. Who the day he salam. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said four amongst the messengers spoke Arabic. Four. Hazrat Hud alayhi salam, Hazrat Saleh alayhi salam, Hazrat Shu'ab alayhi salam, and Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is in a hadith. And the ulama say that those who spoke Arabic before the coming of Ismail alayhi salam, they were known as Al-Arab Al-Aribah. Al-Arab Al-Aribah. In the Arabic language. And those who were from the lineage of Ismail alayhi salam, the children of Ismail alayhi salam, and who spoke Arabic, they were known as Al-Arab Al-Musta'ribah. It is said that Ismail alayhi salatu was salam's command over the Arabic language was phenomenal. He had, subhanallah, he was a great orator, he could speak great eloquence of the Arabic language was given to him subhanallah and, and he learned the Arabic language from the first tribe that settled there from the tribe of Jurhum but the greatest command over the Arabic language was given to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. and if you read the Shifa of Allama Qazi Ayaz rahmatullah alayhi there is one entire chapter on, on this subject that the eloquence of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and mastery in the Arabic language that was given to him. He could speak with each tribe in their own dialect. Which each tribe. And he used the words that they would use. Yet he was a ummi but so powerful. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam would use words, incredible words. So Hud alayhi salatu wasalam came to the palm of Ad community of Ad and it is said that the, the, the people of Ad were the first to indulge in idol worshipping after the flood. After the flood of Nu alayhi salam and they lived uh, in the area of Hazre Mounts. And they were nomadic people, they were the people of the desert, they were never settled. They would live in huge and large tents. And physically, they were very, very powerful. And Hud alayhi salatu was salam came to them and one mission, Allah, worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They refused and rejected Hud alayhi salam. Allah punished a superpower of that time. And this wind, furious wind, destroyed every single one of them from the people of Ad. After, after Ad comes the Qawm of Thamud. I want to specifically mention this because it will give us a clear understanding of Dabbatul Arz that how this Dabba will come out from the mountain of Safa. Hazrat Saleh alayhi salatu was salam, he also spoke the Arabic language. He was also very fluent. And the people of Thamud lived in the Arabian Peninsula, what we know today as Tabuk, Makameh. To book. If brothers have the visa and mashallah they have time and they visit Saudi Arabia, then we should take time out to visit Taif, Riyadh, Tabuk, and there are so many other historical cities that we can go in Saudi Arabia to visit. Alhamdulillah, 
you know, we can go there with security and see everything. And this is in Tabuk. And Qawmi Samud Hazrat Swali alayhi salatu was salam came to them to preach them that worship one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They were also mushrikeen, they worshipped the idol. And they said to Sali alayhi salam that you are one of us. That's why the Quran says, Akhahum, brother. He was the brother of the tribe, as in they were related. And they said to him that, why do you preach to us about the oneness of Allah and leave your forefathers' religion? Why should we worship one Allah? Who are someone who we expected that will become a great leader of the tribe? But the way you are carrying on, uh, you have more enemies than friends. Why do you tell us to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Hazrat Salih alayhi salatu wasalam. It is said that once he saw the entire community of Thamud, Thamud was so strong that the Quran says that, that they would say that Man ashaddu minna quwa, who is stronger than us? Everyone feared the people of Thamud living in the Arabian Peninsula at that time. And Allah gave them such a long life that the houses would collapse on top of them, but they would still be alive. And that is why they had to move into mountains to live. They had to go to the mountains because the life that was given to them, they lived for centuries. Hazar, hazar, saal ki umar. Teen so pachas saal ki umar mein ye log balik hote At the age of 350, 400 years, they, they would reach the age of puberty. <laughs> so powerful and the Quran describes them as Ashabul Hijril Mursaleen Walaqad Kazzaba Ashabul Hijril Mursaleen This is another name of Samud and uh, they rejected the, the inhabitants of stone land Ashabul Hijr means stone land the inhabitants of stone land rejected the emissaries, the Anbiya alayhimu salatu was salam. وَآتَيْنَاهُمْ آيَاتِنَا فَكَانُوا عَنْهَا مُعْرِدِينَ Allah says, وَكَانُوا يَنْحِتُونَ مِنَ الْجِبَالِ بُيُوتًا آمِنِينَ And they would carve out palaces with their hands from the mountains, shoo rooms out, cut rocks and boulders and remove it and make beautiful palaces from, from the mountains. And Aminin, one of the translation of Aminin is with great confidence. Great confidence. And they were the people who had amassed a lot of land, acres of land, palm trees. That's why Salih said to them that do you think your palm trees and your cornfields and your gardens and the water and your lands and, and your palaces and the strength that Allah has given you, do you think you can overpower Allah that you worship the idols? And they said to Salih, that what are you going to do to us? Arrogance, arrogance. Just come with the kabbura yakdam. Time of expiry comes very, very quickly. Time of expiry comes very quickly. And this is also for the people living in the year 2004, in the year 2005. It is said that once all of them were sitting, and Hazrat Salih alayhi salatu wasalam took the opportunity to invite them, Nabi Allah. And simple instruction, Abdullah, worship Allah. And they looked at Salih alayhi salam, made a mockery out of him, and they said to him, Salih, look in front of you this 
the stones and the rocks, the boulders of massive stones that are there, can you take out from these stones that are in front of you, a mountain that is in front of you, a she-camel, a she-camel. And the ulama say that the description was that the camel should be approximately 10 meters long. camel A she-camel from the rocks, 10 meters long. And I say she-camel because what is meant by the naqa is that a pregnant camel. So there is more value to it. And these were people who owned a lot of animals. And for them camel was again something very, very important. They lived in Arabia. Even for the Arabs today, camel is priceless. So they said a pregnant camel, a she camel. And if it comes out and they thought that this is a hard sabak, something very difficult for Salih alayhi salatu was salam, and he will stop inviting us. Salih alayhi salatu was salam said to them, if Allah can take out a she camel from the mountains, from the rocks, will you believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? All of them said, Ya Salih, if you can do this, we will surrender to you. We will believe in Allah. We will stop worshipping the idols. But you show us this miracle. That from the stones, something that is solid, hard, hard, what comes out is an animal, a she-camel, 10 meters long, pregnant. Salih makes dua. Allah accepts his dua. Salih says to them, stand and witness. Isa alayhi salam gave life to those who were dead. Salih alayhi salatu was salam. Subhanallah from stones takes out something that is alive. Subhanallah. And the, the mountains split open. The, the rocks break. And this massive she camel, pregnant, comes out in front of them. With every inch of description in it that they demanded, the color, etc. We won't go into that. And Salih alayhi salatu was salam said to them, Ya qawmi, my qawm, look, هذه naqatullah. This is the, the she camel of Allah. And, and the, the nisbat of Allah is with this camel, the nisbat we have to understand is like baytullah, the house of Allah. Huh? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is free from all that, but that nisbat is given. So it's naqatullah because Allah showed them that miracle. So that is why Salih alayhi salam said naqatullah. And it is said that when they saw this camel, a handful of them only believed in Salih alayhi salam, but the majority of them rejected. Mm. Taking this story into account, isn't it a great na'mah of Allah that He has given us iman? اللہ کا کتنا شکر ہے اللہ نے مجھے اور آپ کو ایمان کی دولت سے نوازا ہے the key to jannah that today our children subhanallah look at this child here stand up stand up look at this child who could predict in England 10-15 years ago a child with a beautiful amama on his head and sunnah in this country salam is this not the na'mah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And what the community needs to do is to understand when the Imam speaks, you must understand what I'm trying to say. I can't really spoon feed everyone because it's so difficult. 
when I, in the last two sessions of Jumu'ah, I talked about spirituality, that it is important that you clean the inner, then the, the external part of the body. That is also important. So someone wrote a letter to me, Marana, excellent bayan, but does that mean that keeping the beard or wearing the Islamic clothes are not so important? We didn't see that emphasis coming out from him. When someone says to you that Sadqa Fitr is one pound fifty per head, so by saying the head, the entire body is covered, isn't it? Isn't it? You don't mean just the head, do you? And if the Imam Saab takes just five minutes extra, believe me, five minutes extra. Now the bayan starts at ten to. And it is supposed to finish at 1.15. Just mm-hmm. like we are Like when you go out working for someone. Subhanallah. And we want to finish off the ayat of the Quran and the translation. And usually it is maximum minutes that is taken. Maximum is five minutes. Unless there is school holiday and then because of the benefit of the youth we take extra minutes. Punch minute ya teen char minute zyada li jai. And my habit is that if I take time for my bayan in English, you will notice my khutbah in the Arabic is very quick and my namaz is also very quick. I try to compensate towards the minutes that I have taken. So I understand. Straight away, a letter is written anonymously. But it is my habit when I see something anonymous, I pick the letter and throw it in the dustbin. Mawlana Shafali Thani Rahmatullah Alayhi has said that if someone writes a letter to you and there is no name and address, don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. It could be anybody. It could be anybody. Are you going to carry the burden of everybody? And my habit is first when I see a letter, I look at it. If my name is there, nothing at the back, open up the envelope. I look at the first part, fine, and then look at the end. And I see, you sincerely, brother in Islam, I said, Jazakallah, take the letter uh, and discard it. Three, four minutes. So we don't have time for three, four minutes. How do you expect an Imam to elaborate on everything? Uh, and if you start namaz, bayan, khutbah at 20 to 1, then I, I will be talking to a lot of jinnats in this mosque. <laughs> What will I be doing? Talking to a lot of jinnats. My bayan will be aimed at the jinnats rather than human. Subhanallah, come. Ten to one, you will only see the first stuff filled up. And when it will be ten past one, you will see, mashallah, still a lot of gaps. And I still notice a lot that there's one individual, mashallah, he comes late at about five past and ten past one. And he's got this beautiful style, he walks slowly, 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 and I don't know how he gets his first position in the first surf. <laughs> but he does it. Maybe that is his karamat. <laughs> Subhanallah. So you must understand that when we talk about spirituality, obviously the external application of Islam is so important. Every Muslim knows that Beard is a sunnah, amama is a sunnah. Can any Muslim take that lightly? Miswak is sunnah, jabba, subhanallah is sunnah. Everything is sunnah. Please understand uh, the context, everything from the beginning to the end. That is why I say, if you hear the last five or ten minutes of the bayan, 
then in reality you have not understood the wa'az. Because bayan has an introduction, and then there's the middle section of the bayan, and then the, the conclusion, the final part of the bayan. That is so important. Salih alayhi salatu was salam, subhanallah, said to them, Hazihi naqatullah, that this is the, the, the camel, she camel of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fadharuha, look, let it graze in the fields of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he's saying, Arz of Allah, let it, let it eat and drink. And there was a well and there was water around it. And there was a shift made by the community of Thamud that one day water will be solely for this camel, for it to drink. And in the next day, all the other animals could drink from that part of the well. It is said that because this camel was so big, when the she-camel would drink water, it would drink up all the water. And this was also something that Allah was testing the people of Thamud by. And now because Salih alayhi salatu was salam proved them wrong, that he showed them the miracle that they demanded, so they were outraged, anger, everything was there. And how long were they to endure this great miracle of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, cutting things short. But uh, it is said the one, Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, the one who is uh, stone-hearted is that individual who attacked the she-camel from the, at the time of Salih alayhi salatu wasalam. This is in the hadith and uh, his name is Qidar. His name is Qidar and he is the chief, he was the chief of the community of Samud. He made mashwira with the people and they made mashwira that they were to, to kill the she-camel, the miracle that Salih showed the people and to hamstrung this, uh, this animal. Billah, it is said that one of them uh, with an arrow injured the camel and this leader of the tribe of Samud, he ran and he had a sharp blade and he is the first one to put this, pierce this blade into the body of this camel and this camel fell onto the ground and all of them collectively, the community rushed and they cut the camel into pieces. Mm-hmm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to punish someone. Allahu Akbar. And you see the punishment that comes. And the young one of this camel, she had already given birth to the child. When the young one came and could not find the mother. It is said that the young one ran towards the mountain. The people of Samud even pursued that little infant, uh, that child, that young one. And it is said that they even killed the baby of that camel. Completely, Allahu Akbar, making that animal into pieces. And they were making a mockery. And the Quran says, and they defied the hukam of Allah and they said Ya Salih or Salih Ya Salih Look you were threatening us that if we do anything if we harm this naqa this camel then your Lord will punish us punish us the level of arrogance if you are a Nabi punish, punish us because Allah had given them that powerful physique. They had the animals, land, they lived in mountains, they were so strong, they lived for a thousand years. They felt that 
they, no one could defeat them. And they said to Salih alayhi salam, what will you do? And Salih alayhi salam looked at them, looked at the heavens and said to them, three days. Kya kaha? Three days. When Salih alayhi salam said to them, three days you have only, they conspired to Ma'azallah kill Hazrat Salih alayhi salam to assassinate him also. Qalu taqasamu billahi lanubayyitannahu wa ahlahu and in the night each of them said take an oath in the name of Allah that we will kill al-Iyazu billah make qatal of Salih alayhi salam and his family. Wa ahlahu thumma lanakulanna li waliyihi ma shahidna mahlika and if somebody asks us that who are the perpetrators we will say well we have not done anything to Salih alayhi salatu wasalam so we don't have to give blood money and this is mentioned in the Quran the verses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah protected Salih alayhi salam commanded him to leave that area and it is said this event uh, when they killed that naka this was on a Thursday Gabtha and Salih alayhi salam gave them three days it is said that Straight away on a Thursday, the color of the face changed, it became pale yellow. And in the evening, they would all sit together and make a mockery. Where is the punishment? Look at the clouds. Who can come into our palaces? Which army is there? And then the next day, Friday, Jumaka Dintha, the face went red. They would see the faces, the, the, the color changing, but still arrogance. Pride was such. Nabi ko jo sataya gaya, Subhanallah, Allah Akbar. Kaisa sataya? And then Saturday came, the color of the face became absolutely black. And then in the evening they said, Well, how many hours now? Up to three din ho gaye. They looked at the moon. That is how they would work out the dates. They said, Three days have gone. We are still alive. We are still alive. And he said, Sunday in the morning. فَأَخَذَتْهُمُ السَّيْحَةُ مُصْبِحِينَ Allah says in the Quran Sunday in the morning all of them gathered and they said where is the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it is said that this cheek, this blast took place in the area and every single one of them died instantly it is said that some bodies were such that it ripped the entire body into pieces and for some deaths came in such a way that if they were standing just that sheer force and sound of that blast the ruh came out from the body and they were left like statues without any life and some were sleeping some were eating and they were in that condition Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allahu Akbar destroyed them totally Allah says فِيهَا as if they never the Qawm Thamud never ever existed never ever existed the reason for me to explain this story of Salih alayhi salatu was to show you that if Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam has said that this Dabba will come out an animal will come out from the mountain of Safa it will come out and a similar event has already taken place in the time of Salih alayhi salam when a camel came out from the mountain Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq it is nearly azan time wa akhiru da'wana an alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin Allahumma salli ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa maulana muhammadin nabiyyil ummi wa ala alihi wa sallim taslima rabbi yassir wa la tu'asir wa tammim bil khair sami'na wa atwana gufranaka rabbana wa ilayka al-masir bi rahmatika ya alhamdulillahi